This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 36 degrees at the KVOM studios on this Monday, the 23rd of January, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we'll have sunshine and calm winds today and a high of 49. Clouds increase tonight are low 31. What folks are really interested in is what's going to happen on Tuesday. We've got rain in the afternoon, 90% chance of showers, some gusty winds, a high of only 41. That rain continues Tuesday till midnight, then turning over to rain and snow. It'll be breezy overnight or low down to 34. No mention of any accumulation at this time. Cloudy on Wednesday, a high of 43. Wednesday night, partly cloudy or low down to 28. We'll see the sun peak through on Thursday, high of 43. Friday, sunny and 51 with gusty winds. Then over the weekend, we'll have highs in the mid-50s, sunshine Saturday and a slight chance of rain on Sunday. Right now, fair and 36 at the KVOM studios as we send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It's Bob Ed Hogan with the South Conway County School District. Obituaries this morning, Herman Francis Bachel. Age 93 of Spring, Texas, died on Wednesday, January 18th. He was a varsity football player at the University of Missouri, then received a commission in the United States Air Force as a second lieutenant. After returning home, he worked for Kroger Company as a meat cutter trainer. After marrying Margaret Mary Kordsmeyer of Moralton, he completed a master's degree in food distribution from the University of Michigan. He spent his career with Kroger and lived all over their footprint. After retiring from Kroger in the 80s, he took a job with Prefco, becoming their vice president of procurement and retiring at the age of 81. He was a Catholic and is survived by his wife of over 65 years, Margaret Mary Bachel, five children, Catherine Ann Koch of Moralton, Julia Ann Manning of Texas, Carl Francis Bachel of New York, Mary Ann Bachel of Virginia, and Sarah Ann Hildebrand of Ohio, and 11 grandchildren, among others. Funeral Mass for Herman Francis Bachel will be Tuesday, January 24th, 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be Tuesday morning at 9 prior to Mass at Sacred Heart Catholic Church. Jerry Nelson Boren, age 83 of Moralton, died on Saturday, January 21st, He was a member of Bethel Missionary Baptist Church, a farmer, and worked at Levi Strauss. Survivors include his wife, Mary Jane Atkinson Bourne of Moralton, daughter Dina Bourne of Moralton, one sister, one brother, and numerous nieces and nephews. Funeral service for Jerry Nelson Bourne will be today at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Mike Atkinson and Brother Verlin Wood officiating. Private burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Visitation will be one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Glenda Shin Gottsponer, age 81, of Moralton, died on Thursday, January 19th. She graduated from Russellville High School and moved to Moralton in 1965. Through the years, she worked for the Moralton Water Company, Arkla Gas Company, Crompton Mills, Aero Automotive, and the Amtran Bus Company. She attended Sacred Heart Church, where for many years she enjoyed leading singing. She was also a student at Bible Study Fellowship in Conway. In her later years, she was active at the T.C. Vaughn Adult Center. 
She is survived by her husband, Herman Gottsponer of Moralton, along with her daughter, Carol Cunningham of Virginia, two grandchildren, one sister, several stepchildren, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, among others. The family will receive visitors Tuesday, January 24th at Harris Funeral Home from 5 to 7 p.m. It will be a private burial at a later date. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to Sacred Heart Church, Brookridge Cove of Moralton, or Bible Study Fellowship. Rena Loretta Patterson, age 79, of Moralton, died Friday, January 20th. She graduated from Moralton High School in 1961 and married Billy Carl Patterson the following year. She was a member of the West Side Church of Christ until she and Billy moved to Charlotte, North Carolina to be closer to their grandchildren. She is survived by her husband, her son Christopher, four grandchildren and one sister among several nieces and nephews. Funeral service for Rena Loretta Patterson will be Saturday, January 28th, 10 a.m., officiated by Steve Campbell. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery, and visitation will be at Harris Funeral Home on Friday, January 27th, from 6 to 8 p.m. 7.36, it's fair and 36 at the KVOM Studios. Today's high 49 under a sunny sky with calm winds. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, fair and 36 at the KVOM studios. The Conway Police Department is investigating a double homicide. Authorities say the shooting happened Saturday afternoon in the 1800 block of Lucille Street. They say two victims were identified in the initial investigation, one of whom was pronounced deceased at the scene. The other victim was transported to an area hospital for treatment, but later died. A Volonia woman has agreed to a sentence of life without parole in a child rape case involving her daughter. The Log Cabin Democrat reports 28-year-old Brandy Rochelle Mayhew accepted a plea deal in the case last week. Mayhew was the co-defendant in the case against 32-year-old Lance Wayne Thompson, who in early December received three life sentences plus 330 years in the case. An investigation began June 19th of 2021 when the seven-year-old female victim's aunt contacted deputies about possible sexual abuse, reportedly based on text messages sent from Mayhew. A 37-year-old Y Mountain man has been arrested in connection to the recent thefts of catalytic converters in the area. On Saturday, the Perry County Sheriff's Office received a call of a theft and possible armed subject in the Y Mountain and Underwood Road area. Sheriff's deputies, along with Sheriff Ricky Don Jones, responded to the area and were able to locate the suspect in question. Sheriff Jones allegedly located suspected methamphetamine and drug paraphernalia in the suspect's vehicle, and the suspect reportedly confessed to committing the thefts. He was arrested and transported to the Perry County Detention Center, where he was charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and theft of property. 
A bill co-sponsored by District 54 Republican Representative Mary Bentley of Perryville that would restrict drag performances in the state has been endorsed by a legislative panel. On Thursday, the Senate City, County, and Local Affairs Committee advanced the proposal, which would classify drag performances as adult-oriented businesses. The proposal advances to the full Senate for a vote as early as today. The proposed restrictions would classify places that show drag performances along with other adult businesses such as adult theaters and strip clubs. The designation would prohibit them from being within 1,000 feet of churches, schools, parks, and libraries. It would also prohibit such shows from public property. Representative Bentley also filed a bill last week that seeks to require public and charter schools to designate rooms based on birth-assigned gender for overnight trips, restrooms, locker rooms, and other changing rooms. The bill would require public schools in the state to comply or to receive a 5% decrease in state foundation funding. Bentley's district includes the Conway School District, which recently passed controversial policies limiting the use of bathrooms by transgender students. Bentley's bill is scheduled to be addressed by the House Education Committee this week. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders announced Friday that she will appoint Rebecca Baker of Moralton to the Arkansas State Parks, Recreation, and Travel Commission. The appointment will expire January 14th of 2029. Baker is an active outdoorsman who's passionate about motivating others to explore Arkansas and to try new hobbies. One way she does this is through her social media platforms that showcase Arkansas's world-class outdoor recreation and incredible natural beauty. As a former foster child herself, Rebecca is a mentor with the Mayfly Project and teaches foster children how to fly fish. After serving in the Texas Army National Guard and working as a manager at various auto parts stores, Rebecca moved back to Arkansas, began to explore our state parks, and met her husband on Pettyjean Mountain. Rebecca soon became enthralled with tourism, fishing, and hunting, and feels this is her true calling. When she isn't wade fishing, hiking, or bow hunting, she can be found in the gym at Moralton Community Center, where she's also a personal trainer. A new year for the 4-H program is underway. Arkansas 4-H is implementing a new enrollment system, so Conway County agent Alicia Hugan says this is the perfect time for a youth in the community to join a local 4-H club before the competition season starts. In the spring, we're going to be hosting all of our county O-Ramas, and as you know, we host the county O-Ramas, then our winners go on to district, and then from there, we'll go on to state O-Rama. So again, this is a perfect time to join. We haven't, um, you haven't missed any activities or events as of yet. Hugan says there were almost 180 youth from Conway County enrolled in 4-H in 2022. For more information about the services offered through 4-H, you can call Alicia at the Extension Office at 501-977-2146. On our community calendar, Moralton Parks and Recreation is holding registration for its youth baseball and softball season now through March 3rd. Registration forms and more information can be found at the Moralton Community Center or by calling 501-354-4122. The Conway County Quorum Court meets tonight at 5 at the Courthouse in Moralton. A Budget and Finance Committee meeting will start at 4.30. RVAC will issue quarterly USDA commodities to all qualifying Perry County residents Tuesday 9 to 11 a.m. in the parking lot of the Diane Wilson Senior Activity Center in Perryville. Commodities for qualifying Conway County residents will also be issued Tuesday. It'll be in the afternoon from 1 till 3 at the Conway County Fairgrounds in Moralton. Participants need to bring their driver's license, 
and know their household income amount. The distribution will be a drive-through service, and you will not need to get out of your vehicle to get the commodities. The GFWC Adelaide Club of Moralton will hold its annual Sweetheart Dinner and Dance, Saturday, February 4th at the Knights Columbus Hall in Moralton. Doors open at 6. Dinner will be served at 6.30. The band JM Tunes will start playing at 7.30 p.m. There will also be a silent auction. Tickets are $35 per person. Those can be purchased from any member or by calling 501-208-1004 or 501-208-1070. The deadline to purchase tickets is this Wednesday. The Atkins School Board will meet in a called session Wednesday at 4 in the District Multipurpose Board Building. And the Moralton Kiwanis Club will hold its annual All-You-Can-Eat Pancake Breakfast this Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. at the Sacred Heart School Cafeteria. Advanced tickets are $5 for adults, $3 for children 4 to 12. Tickets at the door are $6 for adults and $4 for children. Kids 3 and under will eat free. Takeout orders are available. Advanced tickets may be purchased from any Kiwanian. Princesses will also be available for pictures with the kids from 9 to 11 a.m. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, it's fair and 36 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Stephanie Lipsmeyer from the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch for Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior boys basketball team, where he took control of second place in the 4A4 conference, picking up a 49 40 come from behind win over Fountain Lake on Friday night at Devil Dog Arena. Trailing by eight points at the start of the fourth quarter, the Devil Dogs went on a 20 2 run to overtake the Cobras and get the win. Included in that big run was the Dixon Family Dental Big Small Play of the Game from senior Roderick Feingren. And Swinton with the steal in the backcourt. Swinton is going to miss the shot. Feingren there for the follow. Devil Dogs by five. Timeout, Fountain Lake. Junior B.J. Woodruff led the Devil Dogs with 16 points, including 12 in that fourth quarter. Junior Corey Mosley followed with 12 points, and Junior Malik Pleasant finished with nine the win improves the Devil Dogs' record to 15-7 and seven overall, 8-3 and three in conference play. The conference record is the same as Fountain Lakes, but by sweeping the season series, Devil Dogs hold the head-to-head tiebreaker advantage over the Cobras with still five games remaining in the season. In girls' action, senior Cheyenne Kemp scored 21 points, and Marlton moved one win closer to clinching the conference championship with a 55-30 victory over the Lady Cobras. It keeps Lady Devil Dogs undefeated in conference play. 
Saddled with foul trouble in the first half, junior John Brockman still finished with 14 points for the Lady Devil Dogs. Senior Christina Clemens had a putback for a three-point play late in the contest for the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. No good. She gets her own rebound, puts it in, and draws the foul. And Christina Clemens follows her shot, and you got a chance at a three-point play. Lady Devil Dogs are now 20-3 overall on the season, 10-0 in conference play. Marlton's boys are back in action Tuesday night at Subiaco Academy. The girls play again Friday night at Mina. Marlton's 7th grade and junior high teams are in action tonight against Greenbrier. The 7th grade girls and boys teams play at home starting at 4.30 p.m. The 8th and 9th grade girls and boys teams play at Greenbrier also at 4.30. Sacred Hearts junior high and senior high teams return to the court tonight for non-conference games at home against Maumel Charter. Junior girls split 4 p.m. followed by junior boys, senior girls, and senior boys. And we'll have broadcast of the two senior high games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app starting around 6 o'clock. Freshman Anthony Black had 17 points, 8 assists, and 5 steals to lead the 25th ranked Arkansas men's team to a 69-57 win over Ole Miss on Saturday in Fayetteville to snap a four-game losing streak. Marlton's Joseph Pinion provided a big spark for the Razorbacks off the bench, matching his career high with 13 points on a three of six three-point shooting and grabbing a career-best five rebounds. The Hogs are now 13 and six overall, two and five in Southeastern Conference. They'll play at home against LSU on Tuesday. The Arkansas women's team got annihilated by number one South Carolina, 92 to 46 on Sunday. Razorbacks are now four and three in SEC play. They'll return home to face Alabama on Thursday. Marlton's Jyla Calvin had 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 steals in a losing effort for the National Park College women's team on Saturday. The Nighthawks lost to ASU Tech 72-57. Sega Hearts Mackenzie Greason was the leading scorer for the University of Ozarks women's team on Saturday with 19 points to go along with 5 rebounds, but the Lady Eagles lost to Sol Ross State 79-61. One of these Caleb Squires scored 18 points for the Hendricks College men's team on Friday, but the Warriors lost to Berry College 80-59. The Warriors lost to Oglethorpe College 73-70 on Sunday. Squires had 12 points and 3 assists in that ball game. 7.51 now on KVON as we look at weather on this Monday morning. Currently, humidity is at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.2 inches. Low temperature this morning 30 degrees. High yesterday was 48. A year ago today, the low was 15. The high was 61. End up just less than a tenth of an inch of rain over the weekend at the KVM Studios, 0.08 inches. Total for the year is at 2.41 inches. Sunset this evening is 529. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 716. And forecast calls for increasing clouds today. Afternoon high near 48 degrees. Then chance of rain uh, 50% tonight. Slight chance for the overnight hours with a low around 39. And... Uh, Excuse me, uh, chance of rain will be uh, tomorrow night. I have some clouds tonight, 31 for the overnight low, then partly sunny day tomorrow. Rain by the afternoon. Uh, start mostly rain for our area through the Tuesday evening, and then after midnight or so, I'll have a transition here to snow. North and west parts of the state will get uh, a little more uh, snow with that, but we'll get uh, mostly rain most of the day Tuesday and then late transition to some snow for Tuesday night, it looks like. High of 41 degrees expected tomorrow. Low in the mid-30s, 
uh, for Tuesday night. Not expecting, at least in our area, just a whole lot of snow accumulation, but probably will see some uh, again Tuesday night. But by Wednesday, it'll be mostly cloudy, high near 43, and then we'll stay kind of low to mid 40s for highs through most of this week. We'll continue to monitor that potential uh, winter weather event that we have coming our way uh, tomorrow and especially into tomorrow night. Right now, though, fair skies 34 degrees in Marlton at 7.53 on KVOM. And Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. I'm Pro King 757 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Stephanie Lipsmeyer with Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. And I know we got a lot uh, lot going on with, with, with the Chamber. And we'll yes. kind of get uh, some events upcoming that we want to hit on. I know there's... We've had a few ribbon cuttings lately, but there's another one coming up February the 2nd. Is that right? Yes, it is. It's February the 2nd. It's Austin Bryce's power washing uh, business. He has a new company, and that's going to be at 1130 at the Chamber. We we just want to thank our Chamber members. We have a lot of people that are joining we have several new businesses and so that's a that's exciting for Moralton. And then, uh, of course, a big event for the city. Munchkin yeah. on Main is yes. actually not too far off. We got a date set for that. No, yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting geared up at the chamber for Munchkin on Main Street. That's going to be March the twenty fifth. Uh, from 11 to 8. All the information on that will be going out this week as far as vendors and entertainment and and things like that. We just kind of want to give everybody a heads up that Munchin on Main Street will be March 25th. I know that's spring break week, but everybody usually gets home by then. So uh, we'll have lots of great food trucks, entertainment, uh, just, you know, arts and craft. And we will have a kitty land this year. So lots of exciting things that are going to be happening. All right. We're looking forward to that again, Mark 25th. And more okay. more details uh, to follow. Yes. So just make sure we just want to get on your calendar and make sure of that. Um, another thing we want to do is to get on everyone's calendar. We're going to do a a year out kickoff for the 2024 eclipse. And so this is going to take place on um, Thursday, April the 6th at 11 Mm -hmm. o'clock. We will have more details about that to come, but um, I will say the uh, eclipse committee has been working very hard. Um, We have different groups with that committee and so all of those are committees have uh, started to meet and so you know we want to get Moralton prepared we want to uh, make everybody aware about the 2024 eclipse because it will be a big deal for our town for our state and lots of people coming in to see this 
Yep, it is going to certainly be a big, uh, big draw for the city. A lot of, a lot, a lot of guests will come in. Yeah. So uh, again, April sixth will be the kickoff, but April eighth, twenty twenty four, is actual eclipse day, right? That is. We had to, um, you know, schedule it on that day for the fact that you know you move into Good Friday and Easter weekend and all of that. So, you know, um, it will be on April the sixth, like you said, even though the eighth of twenty twenty four is the eclipse. Okay. All right. Certainly, there will be a lot more to come on uh, on that uh, on the eclipse itself as as that approaches. Uh, It'll be here before we know it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I just want to make everyone aware to please continue to watch our Facebook. I know we share a lot from KVOM as well. Uh, lots of events that are happening here. The college has a big gala on the 25th of February. The Adelaide Club has ha has their events coming up. So just lots of events here in our town that we want everyone to get out and support. We also want to remind everybody to keep shopping local. And um, we're just real excited about a lot of things that are happening. Yep, a lot of good stuff happening yes. in Marlton. So Stephanie, thank you so much. I don't guess we missed anything. Well, if we missed anything and you have any questions, you can always call the chamber at 354-2393. All right. Very good. Thank you so much. Stephen Lipsmeyer with Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce joining us this morning. It is 801 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.